1: college and get a good job, but all it seems that college did was just prepare us to get a good job, to be caught up in life's rat race, the hustle and bustle of hustling another dollar for profit in which another profits, and by next payday, purses and wallets are filled with lengths, and dream catchers become dream passers, allowing dreams to pass through clenched hands filled with sand, blowing along the winds of time for another's hands to grasp, See, because we are taught and told how to be good workers, but not how to make our dreams our goals. We are taught and told how to be good workers, but not how to make our dreams our goals. Because we have been led to believe that dreams provide empty stomach, shattered hearts, and broken promises on misses on opportunity for good job stability. Taught that fulfilling a dream comes on a wing and a prayer, but dare not become a lazy worker. Life becomes consumed by 10-hour work, days paid not your worth and wage, trapped in cubicle box like cage, trying to fit the standards of corporate America, and when you're all used up, they get rid of you, only to be faced with the dream you left on the shelf, not listening to self on how to make it work, but being influenced by other people's words, penetrating your psyche, believing that they're your own thoughts of all life is about. is just going to work. Work without a purpose is superfluous. You not fulfilling your dreams is cursing the ancestors, because their life lives on through you. And your dream is a piece of the puzzle to be construed, not concealed, but to be shared with all so that truth may be revealed. So get up off your butt and chase your dream. Get up off your butt and catch your dream. The illusion of life is not what it seems, and success comes with the attempt of your dream. So dream. Now I lay I, before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take.
2: Good day, good day, good day. This is Jacqueline Taylor Adams and I am your host for this moment in time. We are here on Master Grio Radio Shaping Thoughts, Building Minds, True Wealth, Communities and Legacies. It's Mouth to Mind Resuscitation. And our show today. We're going to rename it, but, you know, when you tuned in, you saw black businesses, time to get in shape for the holiday season. It's the launch of 96 Hours of 2017. But we're going to rename this show Christmas in July, Your Holiday Marketing Guide. We're going to just keep it clear, okay? So, and this is really needed. I actually really, I started this series several years ago. And it's become more popular. People are picking it up all over the net. Um, organizations are presenting on it. You know, businesses, um, like mobile, high mobile-driven businesses, major conferences going after the CMOs or these corporations. They're having this discussion, and I've been working to have this discussion with us at least since I think it started 2010. I did 2010 and 11, 2012 came back around 2014, 15. So this is about um, our fifth or sixth season doing it, and we really need it. You have to prepare for the holiday season. I know you're working, getting your businesses and all together, but it's just about being strategic. We do know that when it comes to retail sales, that's when businesses get in the black is during the holiday time. And many of us, we think we're small businesses, small online, this and that. Um, we don't even start out with the expectation of tripling and quadrupling and doing five times our business during the holiday season. We think we'll do more, but we don't even start with the expectation of how much more and that we can go into the black and into profit during this season. And it is called Black Friday. So allow that Black Friday to be for us. So the truth of the matter is when it comes to black businesses, um, we really need a community to support us. And this is our season. With Black Lives Matter, people are really being very much more mindful and people in all age categories, from our youngest to our eldest. They are really being mindful of where and how they're spending their money because they're really mindful of how we're being treated. And people are finally now willing just to give their money away to people that aren't treating them well. And there is one thing, and you got to understand, our consumer dollars are taken for granted. When it comes to advertising, the least amount of money that advertising dollars are spent on are on blacks. They assume that we're automatically going to support their businesses. They just look at us as consummate consumers, That's all we know how to do is spend money, and we don't know how to be frugal and smart, and all we do is spend money. So they expect our consumerism, and they will not put dollars in black advertising. That's one of the hardest things when you're going out to get sponsorship, is to get money that's targeted toward our community because they feel they don't need to focus their money there. They're focusing the money has been put in Hispanic communities, women, but they are not putting the money in marketing to black communities, not as much. So, no, one, don't allow our consumerism dollars to be taken for granted, but just because you're a black-owned business, don't just assume that you're going to have that automatic support. And there are several reasons. I know we complain and blah, blah, blah. Some some we go on with a lot of complaining. But one reason is it's hard to identify you as a black-owned business. It's really hard to be identified. If you don't have black-owned or black whatever in your name, it's hard for people to tell. Most of us, when we walk out our door, we cannot, there are not black-owned businesses in our local neighborhoods. And then when you're just walking around shopping in the malls and all, you know, you can't tell, you know, what kind of businesses are owned where. So then it becomes imperative to you, if you want to reach out and to those folks that will also support you because you're of uh, quality, because we're not saying just because you're, you know, it's because you're black, but you also have to provide quality service. That just has to be number one priority, in everyone's business. You want to be the best business providing the best service so that you are competitive based off of, you know, if it was a person, your content and character, if the business is off of, you're competitive based off of what you provide. So we want to make sure that that is still the case. You got to get out. I can't have the bargain. Stop I can't have it. So, um I'm not sure if I went off or not. Um, I do apologize <laughs> for the interruption. But um we just wanna make sure that we're competitive. So now um but now you need to be able to identify yourself. So um Again, I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, just for those who don't know me. I am a business and marketing strategist. I've been doing this for, like, for 30 years. Um, strategy is really my thing. Uh, even before I became an independent consultant, I worked for the government. I worked for mental health services. But the main reason why I'm, I was hired, uh, because I'm good at putting systems in place. So I worked as administrative assistant for years. That's where I started out. But I will be brought over because I have multiple offices, multiple departments, multiple technology, and, oh, Jackie's good at putting systems in place. I can find order. I can make this work. I know numbers. I know tech. You know, even IT would say, go to Jack for software issues, <laughs> you know. So just to give you a little bit of my background, so I am good at, Putting systems in place, strategy, and I am an idea person. A oh, buku million of ideas. I can dream. So, with that in mind, that is my background. So, where I'm bringing you strategy, I'm very strategy focused. That's the first thing you have to have a core strategy. And when we start with a strategy, we have to start with the outcomes. So, you know, as I speak, I want you to think what do you want? What is the end result? We want to start with the end result and and build a strategy that supports what we want to happen. So what do you want to happen? So those are some of the hard things you're going to need to look at, and we have a workbook that's coming out. You'll be able to pick up by tomorrow. So I will tell you where to go to to pick up your workbook, but you'll be able to pick up your workbook by tomorrow, and it will be available at Master Griot Radio. So right now you're just going to go to MasterGriotRadio.com. You'll be able to go to com, pick up your workbook. It will also be available at beyondtalk.beedcconference.org. And you'll be able to get it at Taylor Adams Marketing on Facebook and Taylor Adams Marketing on Pinterest. <laughs> you can go to Pinterest and find it. You'll be able to go to Instagram and find it. And we'll also be marketing through Twitter. So your free workbook will be ready by 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you'll be able to pick up your workbook and you'll be able to go through, but you need to figure out what you want your end to be. And I want you to figure out that numbers-wise. What amount of money do you need to make? What's going to put you in the black? What's going to put you in, the pro, in, in profit? Um, so, you know, think of that. If, Part of your goal is to brand you. You may want to leverage the the season to to brand yourself, make yourself known, and create more awareness going into the new year. Because you may be a new business, people don't really know you, so that could be your goal. You know, which is very valid. So you're putting out your campaigns, you're creating awareness, you're making people come to you. You may be the go-to entity for this, for that, but people are getting to know you and know when and where, how to use your services. Say if you're service-oriented, and you may not directly be um, provide things that people can use specifically over the holiday season, but you can be a conduit for helping them to shop better, shop smarter for the holiday season. So because you don't provide direct retail, um, there are still ways that you can leverage and market the holiday season. So I just want to put that out there, so again, we were um far as you want to get to this market that want to support black owned businesses, you need to be listed, so you need to make sure that you're in black business directories because I mean there's just you know right now no other way for people to find out. We don't have one super major directory, but people will look for black businesses or black business directories they do know to the look there, so you want to make you are listed right now i'm going to recommend two and there are more but um i'm picky about who who i recommend and i'm researching because we did a project and i found out a lot of directories aren't really providing matter of fact i'm gonna list three one i'm going to come back and give you and you will see but um the first one is Toloco. And it is T U L O K O Toloco. So it is based off of um the Black Wall Street that happened in um that used to exist and that's what the name is based off, the Black Wall Street where it used to exist. And it is a great a great looking, a great functioning um app. It is a black business directory but it's an app. Anything about it as well. If you're just a consumer, I want if you're a consumer listening in and feel you want to listen to this or figure out how you can support black businesses, that's the first thing. Download our Black Directory apps. Get your apps. So the two you want, Taloko, like I said, that's T U L O K O, and the other app you want is Black Trade Circles. So you want Taloko and Black Trade Circles. Those two apps you want to download now. Now the other directory I want you to join, and I'm going to get more specific about it. But what you can look up is, is W. LaZone Gray. Look him up. Now they um, is with Streets University, where they teach young people um, how to build websites, WordPress websites, and they're teaching them to build directories. So your participation. Um, non-profits, especially it's free for nonprofits to list. It's a minor amount for businesses to list. But you definitely want to support that because your support of, you know, being listed and being a directory is also supporting young people in their programming and them learning how to use technology. So I will get more specific. I have to actually look and find his information, and I will do that for you. But that's w. Gray, the Streets University and the main overall um entity nonprofit is um that's why I'm not going to give it because I may I may turn it around um so we're W Lazon Gray and then you want to look up Streets University and it's the program that the directory supports so he's overseeing that so that's definitely a quality directory and they're building it and they're really working to get it out. He's a member of many, many groups, and um, also it's a funded program, so you really will get an opportunity for your business to be seen. They work in um, out of Kansas, but um, you can be listed anywhere. Their national directory. So those are the three we're going to start with, and we're going to definitely be bringing on more. But that's Taloco, Black Trade Circles, and. Streets University directory where your listing supports um, the education of young people learning how to use technology and how to be in business for themselves, and they get paid for the work that they do. So that's where we are at this point. So now next what we want to do, we want to go into um, They Get You Seen. So the first thing is to start at the end, so we want to start thinking about what do we want to get out of the holiday season. But why are we starting so early? Like, really, Jake, it's the start of May. Yes, because by July you better have your plans in order. Why do our plans need to be in order by July? Because July you need to have your plans in order, running your tests, running through, making sure all your systems, because by the 1st of September people are beginning their holiday season shopping. And you need to be in front while these people are shopping. You know they're doing comparison shopping. We have the internet now, so we can compare this, compare that. Look at this, look at that. Who's this? Who's this? And, and you have a list. There are people. People are frugal. They're, you know, they're like, how much money do I have? They look, how much can they save, and how can they plan? I'm not. Everybody is not waiting until December to buy their gifts. Many people, I'm buying some now. I'm buying, and depending on what they're buying. They're different seasons. So if they're buying, if I'm getting things for the home, I want to buy that by the first weekend in November because that's when I want to find the best sales. You know, after the first weekend in November, everything goes up. It, you know, also they're they're shopping. People are shopping for the season. If you have Thanksgiving. They're getting the tables together. For, they're getting the home together. So depending on what industry you're in, if you want, if you print calendars and you want to, you do calendars or anything like any print work that you need done, uh, you know, that's coming out that you want to push during that holiday season, you need to honestly have your print orders in by July, definitely no later than August, because July begins the holiday season for the print industry. They are beaucoup busy July through October, beaucoup. So if you want to get your things in time, you need to get your orders submitted in July. August at the latest, because 2017 calendars and things they're coming out the very um, latest is in October, first of October. So if you're waiting till late, everybody that has their calendars out at October, and if you're not taking pre-orders, if you know people don't already know that you do it, and or, you know, and you're taking pre-orders, you're going to be late. And then expect if you're waiting that late, you got to expect. To take longer to get your work because it's the height of the seasons for printers, so their turnaround time is now going to be longer. So you, these are the things. This is why we need to plan. We need to consider, and then we're looking at inventory. What you know? What are you going to sell? Well, we always sell this. We sell. You know, you don't want to focus on the whole kit and caboodle. You don't want to focus on the whole store. That's a lot. What not great items that you have that are great gift items that are in a, a great price range, you know, where can you make your highest profit margin? These are things. What can I sell for a great price still have a high profit margin? What can I sell where maybe not the profit margin is high, but it's a lower price and it will bring me a lot of traffic once I get people in the door, then I have it all prettied up and I can sell them on all these other things. What's going to bring people to the table? These are the things you want to look at. Uh, then when you're looking at inventory, stock in inventory, you know, how is that going to happen? Are you going to be drop shipping? Um, are you going to white label? Are you going to sell through Amazon? Um, are you going to stock? Um, are you going to sell and then say if you sell your items and all, and you can use Amazon, Walmart and all. And allow people the option to pick up from foot on the ground locations that they have. Now, understand, there are a lot of major, right now a lot of people. One way they are using mobile and internet shopping is they go online to shop and research and buy, but they want to pick up in store. So, how can you make that happen for yourself? Can I actually have items distribute them where they are picked up in the store? Or am I only allowing online shipping? And if that's the case, you only have online, if that's your only option, then, you know, you really want to get your campaigns out and you really want to convince people to shop early so that they can get their things in time. And then shipping, what are relationships that you have with your shipping and your shipping options? and find out the holiday shipping schedules, how much longer does it take, what is the probability, so that you can begin early letting your audience know, get your orders in by now to, you know, in order so that we can guarantee them in time for Christmas. After this date, we can, can't guarantee them in time for the holidays. So these are all the things you need to start researching and working on now. And so inventory is paramount. What are we going to sell? and how we're going to stock it, and how many do we need to stock? You know, what are we selling now at the holiday season at the rush? How much do we need? And then, again, on your supplier side, when is their busy season? When you're shopping and you shop shopping wholesale during November and December, oh, my gosh, it just takes so much more. It's way more people shopping, got way more people in front of you, turnaround, whether the items you, are, you want are going to be in stock, they're selling out faster, so you need to really look at your inventory, what you want to have on, and on hand, and you need to find out, you know, when are those deadlines, because you want to be stocked early, you know, you want to have your stock by October, you don't want to wait to November and December to be shopping, and then if you can, you don't want to wind up selling out. You plan, you do really well So, you know, you sell out Black Friday weekend Now you got to go back at the height of competition and all And totally restock Hope you get it, get it in time, stock it And then get it back out to the people So you, if you can, you really want to not have that happen Or if you know you're going to be restocking and certain things Have that plan, you know, already in action but, you know, do realize. So these are um, core things to look at. And then the other thing when people are really shopping is your back end. You've got to look at your back end. And my e-commerce system is holding up well. If I don't do online shopping, I'm selling, but um, I do retail selling, are my systems holding up well? on my register, my software. Is everything holding up where everything in line is it ready for the expectation of a lot more traffic? I don't need to be breaking down. Who's going to service me when all this happens? And even if you are a brick and mortar, if even if that is your type of business, it really doesn't matter. Even if that's your type of business, as a brick and mortar, you still need to advertise online. And so whether that advertising is necessarily done with a um, website, you need some form of website, like I would say at least a landing page. And your first line of defense, as a brick and mortar, because now we're talking location-based marketing, geo-marketing. Repeat that with me, location-based geo-marketing, very mobile-driven. So again, let me backpedal a few steps. What are the trends? The trends are people beginning shopping. Before it was 38%. Now it is up to almost 50% of people are beginning their holiday shopping in September. That's your first fact to know. E-commerce is driving. That is the greatest increase over the holiday season. The greatest increase is online. Now I told you that online works a couple ways. Sometimes people buy online but pick up in store, but that's still considered online. Sometimes people look go in stores but finish their shopping actually online. so that can be called e-commerce. Sometimes those things cross um, and especially when they're doing comparative, they go in and look and they may do comparative shopping. But you really want to, if you have a location uh, where foot traffic comes in, focus on location-based marketing. You want to focus on sensory marketing. When the, people get near a certain area that they can, um, through an app, it will come up, oh, this coupon, you can save. they got a coupon over here on these items. Take, for instance, once I was in Target And I was shopping during the holiday season. I needed to get my mom some of these glasses, you know, magnifying glasses. I went over there. Well, while I was in that area, boom, on my phone pops up a 15% off when I spent a certain amount of money on these glasses. And I was going to spend that amount of money, and I was buying the glasses, but it popped up when I was in that section within the store. So you want to be able to take advantage of all of those things as well. So um, these are things that you want to focus on and be able to take advantage of. So depending, again, on your type of business, how you structure it. So even everyone needs needs an online presence. And depending on your market, if your market, honestly, if your market is 50 and younger, you definitely need to be mobile-driven. And that is not even necessarily a mobile-friendly website that's hit from desktop. It needs to be a mobile-friendly that hits from the phone. And most, the biggest sales are being driven through apps. And that's the biggest difference between now and the last season that we did it. Maps are really moving and driving sales. One, apps will allow depending on, you know, what type of technology and all you're using, but apps will allow you to um, be able to identify where a person is in a section and bring up certain information. A app will, That's what an app is going to allow to happen. Also, um, push notifications, even though they do have them on the website now, you can do your push notifications on websites. So, Put that down. No matter what, everyone wants to incorporate push notifications. But push notifications are definitely within apps. So, again, you can communicate with people. Um, When it comes to location-based marketing, geo-marketing, you know, geo-notification. And what that states is if I have an app and I'm in your area, if you have your Google page fully listed and fully up to par, your Google listing, When I get in an area and I'm looking looking for a black-owned business, I'm looking for a black clothing business, and I'm in a certain area and I do a search, it will come up, oh, there's a business right over here, two miles from you, three miles from you. So even when people are in areas they don't know, they can search and the information can come up. That is what technology is doing for you, and you need to be a part of that. That is necessary to compete in this environment. So for my um retailers, my brick and mortars that are my location based businesses, what you need to one, again on your Google listing, your Google page, you need it done, you need it up to par. Then next, make sure any apps that you're part of, directories that you're part of, make sure you're part of a geo based app. Now I know for sure that um black trade circles in, so it is geo-based you're in the area oh you will come up now also toluco is regional based so now i don't know if it, you automatically come up with the geo-based but you can be look i'm over here i'm in philly so you're coming to my neck of the woods i'm in philly right now and I'm looking for a black-owned business. I'm over here in Philly. You go to your Toluco app, you look Philly, and you look up for the type of business you want, and they're going to come up. And then you will also, I mean, they do have geo-targeting in there, so you'll be able to figure out how far that business is from where you are at the time and be able to get directions getting there. But it does require to make that work best on any type of app you need to make sure that you're listed on Google. You got a Google listing, and there's a Google map for your business. Then that way, when you list it like that, when all of those databases that are made for map questing and those various things, you're def- always going to be a part of it because you have your Google listing in order. So that is very important. So now. Again, even if you're uh, solely online business, if, you know, people reach online through your website, whether your service or product-based, it doesn't matter. Again, mobile's driving everything and apps are driving. Apps are the driver. So you need to make sure, again, you're part of apps. So if now this, again, lo- looks at your audience, are you B2B, are you B2C? That's going to help dictate which apps you want to look at. And then also, don't be afraid to ask them, you know, what is everything? Because from the outside, um, some of them look one way. Or when they're doing, I do know that both of the apps, Black Trade Circle, um, all three of the apps I told you, um, the two apps and the one, the other directory, they work both ways because the one is for nonprofits. So people are looking B2B as well B2C. They're working with both groups of customers. But if you want b to b you need to specifically state that, look, I'm a B2B. i am ab to bi need to know how do I focus on that audience and how do I get to that audience. So i got relationships with chambers and various different groups and all. And so you want to know how do, I, how do I target that audience. Don't be afraid to submit and ask a question. Be real specific because your audience is everything. You know, you have a specific audience. Now, you need to know your audience. I suggest don't go on, do not even go on this venture if you do not know your audience. And I really should have said that up front. To be, even before your outcome, who is your audience? And you need to be clear on that. Because even I ran into a bump in the road myself this morning when I was working on where, I mean, this really is my audience, but I realize my audience don't realize that they need it. What was provided to help them get the gold They couldn't see it So I was like, wow Either I need to speak differently Or I may have to You know You know, either reshape Because technically they're my audience They need it, but My audience need to be able to see that they need it And Um because they say they have this problem, but they can't see how it's solving it. So you now I have to step back. I may have to rethink how I speak, how I state, you know, with the words. You know, I have to remember there are a lot of people because the ease of doing to being a startup and getting in business and starting a business is so much easier now. And people can do it and they can start and they can go and they can, they can really do well. But there are a lot of people that are at that place though that do not yet know business haven't formerly known business they really haven't worked the for, they haven't worked the corporate structure, so they don't know and this is a new nuance because technology is the barrier to entry to business is so much easier now that now I have to realize that that language and all that may be used among b 2 b does not necessarily exist. You know, everyone doesn't know that same language anymore. And so these are some of the things that we need to look at um, as we speak and, you know, how specific our audience is. So when my audience, I'm dealing with, you know, small businesses, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, that's very diverse in experience because, you know, it's a lot of them, you know, pull up by a bootstrap, I'm getting this done, I'm doing this, it doesn't mean everyone's, been to business school that doesn't mean everyone has worked in corporate um and you know everyone is in you know i'm a i'm a geek i'm a geek about what i do i love math i love words i love marketing you know i'm a geek about it okay so i subscribe to all the industry rags and since i work corporate so much you know, I look at corporate structure. As a matter of fact, that's one of my niches: understanding a corporate structure, but then understanding what needs to, how to take that but reshape that what's more realistic for a small business and entrepreneur. You know, you know, these crazy budgets and all they have. I'm like, well, how can I make this feasible still for my customer, but still give you that you know impact and output that you need but let's get realistic you know we don't have these huge corporate budgets and we don't have these huge corporate machines and capital and assets behind us so given it you know let's what can we leverage how can we still leverage technology and everything and still get the outcome that we desire and still have that big impact so that's what i specialize in But that was an awareness just for me. So your audience is really, really important. It's really important that you know your audience. And um, because as you design, everything has to be built on that. So what do you know about putting in inventory if you really don't know your audience? Who are you really marketing to? Who really wants your product? So... In that vein, okay, if I'm marketing to these people and this person and that person, in that vein, if I really want to um, know, you know, who who really is my audience, or there may be various levels, but what's the least barrier to entry? And I'll just give you another example. There was a, a potential client that I had. Um, you know, you don't always get something for nothing, but this Client had this wonderful itch relief They have a wonderful itch relief product The problem was in the messaging Because they very they, well They're not sure what it's relieving It's just itch relief Well what kind of itch You know There are all reason, kinds of reasons that we itch And of course the client said it, You know It helps all of them But the person looking You know All I see is this itch relief I don't know what it means And so You know, I tried to share that with. You got to get in on. You have to follow up with what type of things it relieves because everybody doesn't know. So even if you give a range, you know, from mosquito bites to psoriasis, you know, something to give people an idea of what this product is going to do for them. That's your, you know, your tagline within your brand story. The stories you tell, all of that, you know, helps. In clarification, now this will define the audience. So this is the person initially wanted to. Even I told them they just wanted to reach out to the mass market. They just wanted. I'm like, you sure you don't want to do B2B for it? No, I just want to. That's what they wanted to. i will say, well, okay, you're going to really need to get large numbers because. Um, You know, I made them do the numbers, and they did say they needed a minimum of 10,000 in sales to, you know, begin breaking even and to get enough distribution out. To me, if you need that kind of numbers, it would be easier to do distribution level, but this is not what the client wanted. But eventually, when the client went on and all, I just noticed now the client is finally targeting balding men and now um, and people with ball spots, so now the client is targeting barber shops, salons, and, you know, one other. And so now they've come very Pacific and working on a Pacific item, and they're going by way of, which is one of the vehicles I told them. They still may be following the notes I gave them. But just because that's where the community, by going by way of the salon and barbershops, You can really get it out to the everyday people, and if you allow them to not just use it but then allow them to retail it can really help put your product on the market. So now they're realizing that they have to, you know, this whole thing that everybody is my audience doesn't work. It's costly to reach everybody. You want to, you know, take a specific segment of the market. And you want to, the least barrier entry and, and, and the least cost. It's going to cost you to get to your market, but you're not trying to get to the most expensive that takes the most work and the most convincing. Whereas your least barrier of entry of getting to that target audience and where you can maximize your cost, that's going to give you the largest return. So when you have multiple, so if you take the entry-lease system that the one this client has And, you know, she has an itch relief system that can relieve any kind of itch. And we all have itches. So technically, yeah, everybody's her possible client because we all have an itch that at some point in time we may want relieved. But going after everybody, everyday person, because most people don't walk around necessarily having itches. Now, you can definitely catch when it's mosquito season, definitely catch people and all at that time. But it actually helps hair grow. Who knew, a whole other use for it, but because it does that, it's scientifically proven, now she has. And by going to the salon support, you get distribution. It's just a more strategic way and a less barrier, you know, um, less barrier to interest, and it's providing value also for the, you know, the salons and barbershops. that people can come in and they can actually help with balding spots and help hair grow, everybody wants their hair to grow. That just does them good. So it becomes a win win. So their audience again is very important. Know your audience, your very and this is what dictate what you will sell them and how you will sell them. And this is what's gonna dictate your inventory. So again, like say you sell a whole bunch of things. What am I wanna focus in on for the holiday season? You wanna focus on those items again that'll be either great gifts or whatever's needed for your your audience. If you do B to B Okay, say you do B2B and you offer services. Of course, during the holiday season, you can offer sales. Now, you, we have to understand, you know, holiday season comes in fourth quarter. We have the fourth quarter mark um, for the calendar year. So if it's a car, it's car, you know, car company, car industries are going to be selling off. Um, they're going to be trying to get rid of their inventory, unload it. Look at their pain points and how you can help relieve them through your holiday offer, if you're if you're part of your people, salespeople, salespeople always need gifts. You know they're always wooing somebody, so you may not make the gift, you may be the service, but this is where collaborations and partnerships partner with a great gift company. You can find a small business where somebody makes wonderful baskets and different things, and partner with them and partner with them when they deal with these kind of clients and all. That means would you put my information here, put my info here. I will share your information, your packages on my blog, my page. There are ways to collaborate where you're leveraging that holiday season in order to increase your clients. And, again, if they see it, they like it, they're going to come to a website and land a landing page. Are you capturing data? When they get there, are you capturing data? Or do you just got millions of people visiting your site and they could come through and leave, and you don't know anything about them. You have to have a lead capture form. You have to have a lead capture form. You have to have a lead capture form. You know how in um, real estate they say location, location, location. and marketing is referral, referral, referral. You have to be able to capture that referral, even if they're just referring themselves. Referral, 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 lead, capture, lead, capture, lead, capture. Okay, you must. So the point, whenever you dealing online, you need to be able to capture information. Will everyone fill it out? No, but no one will fill it out if you never ask them to. That's guaranteed. Guaranteed, if it pops up every time, some of them will fill it out. So you're starting to capture it, and you must have your analytics. And your analytics will now allow you to see, even free Google Analytics will allow you to see where people are going, uh, what pages they're going to, how long they're spending time there so that you can come back and revamp, okay, this is what people are really liking. So that is the great thing about being online is the more inexpensive way to get these analytics. And some people say, well, I don't advertise with Facebook. I, you should advertise. Now, some if, if you have all the kind of business you don't, even, you don't need to advertise and find, but even if you only advertise in order to get the analytics and demographics, where I just did a client um, customer persona off of the advertising that we've done on Facebook, the people that clicked on and clicked through, the people that are interested in the ads, they get that detail to household income, male, female. I did a complete Consumer um, persona based off of those analytics, so they really provide real value for you. So of course you need to put advertising in your budget. If you feel you don't need to advertise, I know those people. If you're that lucky person that really is going to profit, do all the business you need, and you don't need to advertise, then fine, you're that person. But there and, and there's more one one way to advertise, but. A lot of times it's brand recognition. It's just getting your name and your logo out there on consistency and telling a story. You definitely want to use social media for that, but when your social media is backed up by an online ad, it works. When your social media is backed up, when I walk in a store and I say, see um, point of sales display. I see a postcard in local stores and things and other places. I may see a poster somewhere. I may see something at a non-profit place or something. I I may see you support a church because I'm seeing things in different places. It's all reinforcing what I'm seeing because people do not buy by on-site one site. They don't. We have to feel like we know you and there is anywhere from well, three three points of contact will make people start feeling familiar. Now, certain things they say it takes to see an 11 times, a commercial, up to 21 times on a radio, 11 times on TV, 21 times on a radio. Um, there are various numbers. But all over, you know, people can do these experiences all over. So if you're doing social media, you're doing print advertising, you are um, maybe doing radio interviews. You know, you get on the radio do interviews. You may do some live broadcasts. You know, very, all these are various different ways people can experience you. Fly your distribution, you know, depending on your business. But you need multiple moments of impact. That's why it's so important that we get our programs together now, we can run our tests in July so that they're hitting the market by September. So when the people are really ready to buy on Black Fridays and things, you know, they know where they're shopping. If you think people wait till Black Friday to figure out, and there's some last-minute people that wait till last-minute gifts, but people have an idea where they're going to go and shop. They already have an idea of who they trust. They may have what they want to then go in and go out, or if I just want to shop around and do the whole mall experience, or I ain't going out there, I'm going right online. I'm trying to find these businesses. I'm shopping right online. And this is where, you know, a lot of specialty businesses get great, you know, opportunities. People know this. So when you get in front of them even if they're not directly buying by you doing those moments of impact they know you they remember you they can file you away they can bookmark your site and they will come back and especially with your lead capture then you can start to have conversations with them and communicate So that is the basic overall for Christmas and July you need to get your back end together you need to make sure your your back links are all the links on your website working No, are there dead links up there? You want to get all those dead links out because you know you're going to get a massive amount of traffic at a certain time. So you want to get rid of all your dead links, make sure they're working. What is my SEO like? If you are a business directory, you better know SEO like the five backs of your hand because there are certain directories you just list with anyway and just because of their SEO. Like you know if you're on Facebook and you know if you're on LinkedIn. These are some of the top things that come up for my name over my own company. And if your company is not coming up as the first 10 on the first page when searching for your name, you know you have a problem. But more importantly, everybody, most people don't know you. So what you need for your name to come up, and your company to come up on the first page or two is when someone is looking for what you provide. And you need to know the ways and all to do that SEO and how to really get your SEO going. That's search engine optimization. So then that just basically means when we go on the line to search for something, we type in words. And then we look it up and see what's coming up. So the whole thing is when people are looking for a, like, okay, say if, Someone wants to look for, you know, how do I do, you know, an effective marketing campaign? Is is my company going to come up there? And I'm saying no because I really don't write on that, But, but that could be one of the things to say, hey, you need to start blogging to bring people over to you, and I need to be able to come up the answer to that question, I need to be in the top 10. That's my preference, but no less than the top 20 because not too many people go past the first page and definitely not that many go past the second page. So these are just things that you really want to work on. So we've got our back end, e-commerce, e-commerce system. So... Right now, I'm providing you the overview. This is what your workbook is going to do. Your workbook is going to provide you with the overview. I'm also going to provide you with some possible resources, merchandising. You know, if you're looking to do merchandising, your different needs and all, and you'll be able to get in touch with me say, hey, look, these are some of my needs. These are some things that I want to do. But we're going to, you know, we'll be coming back. We're going to do another show. At the end of the month, we'll be focusing in on the um, – we're gonna do two shows just for you. We're gonna do two shows at the end of the month, a Wednesday and a Thursday. one um the next Wednesday show. We're gonna just follow up with real specific resources. as Long as you people get back in touch with me, say, I wanna know, you know, what are best e commerce options? What are website options? What are what are my best sites with websites and so we're gonna become a that's more of a resources that you can use as you're building your plan. But right now, tomorrow morning, I want you to go get your, your workbook. Get your workbook. And I've already it's already designed, beautiful front. But we just need to, you know, get your list together so that you can start working out your plan. So then we come back for the next show, which will be the last Wednesday of the month. And that specific date is, we're going to look this up right now on the calendar. We're going to go here to calendar. Uh, okay, got the calendar open. So the 31st, May 31st. So we're coming back on May 31st. Again, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about resources and answer any questions that you have through your workbook. So you got to go in the workbook, write down your questions, journal, figure it out. And then we're gonna take a break for June, but we'll be coming back in July. And in July we're gonna be going over our campaigns. So, you know, you got questions about your campaign, you're running your campaign, you ran into this, you ran into that. There are just several things that you're gonna need. You know, do you have email marketing? And I know people saying email marketing is past that everyone's doing texting. Everyone doesn't just do that. Again, it depends on your audience. Everyone, even everybody that has a cell phone, that's not their preferred method of communicating. I know, like 35 and under, I think you were born coding and texting, but over 35 and all, that wasn't the case. Phones and all are fine, that is not our preferred methods of communication. People prefer regular email. Um, sometimes you just need the email just for the amount of information. Everything can't necessarily open on your phones, or maybe you can. You get the tablets, all. But that's just not everyone. You need to know your audience. If you're doing with ba- dealing with baby boomers, please don't think that 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 is not a boomer's mindset. So you really need to know your audience. And then when you're doing dealing with um, this, you guess generation X or Y. I think it's generation X after the boomers. That generation, um, they're younger than the boomers, but that generation is half and half. The older half of that generation, again, is more like boomers, and the younger half could be more like the the younger generation under them. So you really just need to know who your audience actually is and who you're dealing with to see their preferred methods of communication. So email marketing is still relevant. A lot of people get their emails on their phones. Everything is not texting, like texting, sometimes text marketing, you can't send images, always, you can't always send videos, and it just depends on the services and all that you're using and the provider that you're using, which you send actually over a text. But text marketing does allow you to send more frequently because you're not doing a whole bunch. Um, you want to make sure that you're having simple conversations, and you probably you get a higher open rate. People see it even if they don't because it's only 160 characters, so it's not hard to see what your message is in the text. It's easy to click onto a link. An email could be a lot longer, and people do get in a lot of emails and it's easier to get missed. You know, you know. So there's the truth in that, but there is still something about email marketing that I can open up, see big pictures, and just various things. I don't think it's passe, and, again, it's about lead collecting. So no matter where you're feeding them through, you need to collect that information. And, again, you're going to need to do text marketing. So um, we're going to come back with resources for that. Event marketing. The holiday season is about events, okay? So if you're marketing or if you do events or if you want to use an event to help market your business, I give you an example. I do direct sales with sole purpose. and I do an event every year, jazz, poetry and pampering. It brings together everything I like. Because I work um I love to do massages. I work with a lot of massage therapists and all. That's who I tend to attract. Um, I have a spoken word movement, um, the Master Grill project and we're on Master Grill Radio. So you got we were pampering and then, you know, bring some jazz, some nice music. And, you know, I have a real specific purpose, you know, and it's just all, it's me, my brand. It's all me about me. You know, it's my voice, who I target. But it's at a specific time during the holiday season, and it's just real comfortable, smooth, cool environment to shop. And we just shop sole purpose. I uh, don't it's not vendor shopping and all of that. It's just for the sole purpose. And we just use it as a shopping opportunity. But I put that together and I've you know, we've um I've been blessed to have some of the radio personalities come out and you know, some artists breaking records, you know, deal with some labels, have you know, they're coming out, they have their music and opportunities to buy. And this is where you get your packaging. The person puts the packages together. So you do it in a special way. And um, that wasn't supposed to be a huge thing when, when the radio got to be a lot bigger than it was supposed to be. But that's kind of like more of a, a intimate event. But it's, it happens for a few hours, so we still get a lot of people coming in, going out, coming in, going out. But then... There are all types of ways you can use event leverage events to market and package your products and services and various things for the holiday season. You just need to make sure that if you're doing an event, it's event marketing to market specific things. Again, you need to define your outcome. You, then the experience, you have to have a great experience for your, your customers, your visitors, your your attendees have to have a phenomenal experience. It's not them coming in and listening for you to tell them, buy this, buy that, do this, do that. No, they're coming to have an experience. And through the experience, by osmosis, they should learn about you. But you want to give them an experience. And then the experience should be helping to tell your story. You don't have to stand up there and say it. But things are experiential based, experience based now, immersive learning. You immerse them into experiences. That is the direction where things are going. So that's where your competition. So you just want to make sure that your events are there. Even if it's a holiday dance and all, take it to another level. Don't just do the same. How can you make it more experiential? And um, we're going to talk about that on the entertainment portion of it. So that will happen on Thursday, June 1st. That will be the entertainment edition. But we'll talk about how doing, you know, parties and events you can make more experiential the new, new things that are in to make you know, take them to a new level and make them a little more immersive for people to enjoy. At the same time helping to market you. So this has been your first edition of the 2017 Christmas in July Holiday Marketing Guide. And your Holiday Marketing Guide will be ready 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, May 4th. You'll be able to get your marketing guide at www.mastergriotradio.com. It also will be available at Beyond Talk dot B as in Boy E E D as in David Conference dot org. That's the B E E D Conference, Black Economic Entrepreneurship Development. B. E. E. D. Conference dot org. That's beyond talk. Dot B E E D Conference dot org. It will also be available on all of our social media outlets for Taylor Adams Marketing and it's Taylor Adams, the number for me, E. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Taylor Adams Marketing you'll find on Facebook. Taylor Adams for me and Taylor Adams Marketing you'll find on Pinterest. So it will be available on all of these resources by 6 a.m. So make sure you get your workbook today. Thank you for listening in. Call in. Um, if you have any questions, just hit me up at do business, Taylor dot com. That is do business at Taylor Adams, A-D-A-M-S Marketing dot com. Have a great week and be profitable, phenomenal ones. Peace.
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions eighteen plus.